0: Welcome to the Ortho Eval Pal Podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now, for your host, Paul Marquis. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 310 of the Ortho Eval Pal Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Marquis, and today we're going to be talking about the Jurgensen's test. We'll be going over what this special test is used for, how to perform the test, What to do if you find a positive Jurgensen's test, and so much more. But if you don't mind holding for a moment, we're going to hear a word from our sponsor. You've all seen the name Chattanooga in Rehab Clinics. Chattanooga has been a staple for all your traditional clinical equipment needs, and they are now carrying modalities including high powered laser, focused shockwave, and radial pressure wave devices. These modalities have the ability to transform your practice from both a clinical and revenue standpoint. Trust me, I have patients traveling over an hour to come have radial pressure wave treatment in our clinic. Click the link in the show notes to request a quote, schedule an in-person demo, or get more information on their new modalities. You can also visit their website at www.lightforcemedical.com. Welcome back, everyone. So we just have ourselves a beautiful day here in northern Maine. It's been absolutely awesome. I know some of you know this and some of you don't, but uh, along with uh, being a physical therapist full time and podcasting and YouTubing, I also own a tree farm um, and uh, we have some pretty big gardens here. So we've been picking pumpkins and, uh, you know, when I'm mowing the lawn, I just grab apples off the tree and just eat apples as I'm mowing and listening to podcasts. And today we're making a huge batch of salsa. Uh, we have, you know, pretty much everything we need to make them with, you know, the tomatoes, the garlic, uh, peppers, everything we need to make salsa right from the garden. So that's uh, what we're going to be doing today. It's just my favorite time of year and I'm starting vacation for the next two weeks. So I'm absolutely uh, stoked about uh, this weather we're getting and uh, and it's been just great. So as I was thinking about today's topic, uh, I thought that I would start to bring some special tests to a lot of you. I know that there are a lot of students uh, going through PT and OT school right now, and uh, it's kind of that time where we start tackling anatomy and special tests and and whatnot. And uh, I thought that, you know, I would bring this to you. And and we are going to talk about the Juergensen's test today. But before we get started, I just want you to remember that when you perform special tests, you don't just perform the test and call it good. All right. It's very important that you think about what it is you are testing. What tissues are you stretching? What tissues are you contracting? Which ones are you pinching? Are you putting neural tension on certain tissues? Most special tests are really just selective tissue tension tests when names put to them. Okay. Um, And so I don't want you just to do the test because you learn it in school and you do this test and it's supposed to indicate A, B or C. Never hang your hat on the results of just one special test, okay? Combine it with other special tests or other relevant findings like, you know, what was the mechanism of injury or do they have palpable tenderness in a certain area? What are the observational findings that you see? Is there bruising? Is there swelling? Is there abnormal gait or motion? You know, really utilize it um, as part of the package when you're trying to come to a diagnosis when you're seeing somebody. So, I I know this is going to be a little bit of a controversial statement, but because a special test might be highly sensitive or specific, doesn't always mean that it carries more weight while you're trying to diagnose the patient, okay? You as the provider need to be able to perform the test accurately. So if you perform the test inaccurately, well, then the sensitivity and specificity go out the window, right? How many patients have you seen... um, and, and, well, I'll say how many patients have I seen that have been maybe, let's say, a soccer player is out on the field and they, they cut really hard, uh, they go down, they have a significant amount of pain, they come out, a medical provider uh, who happens to be on the sideline might take a look at their knee, perform a Lockman test and say, ah, it's negative and send the player back out onto the field just to have them have another episode of the knee giving out severe pain, swelling, uh, and uh, then they uh, really can't put any weight on it. They need to be, you know, carried off the field. Uh, If you can't perform the test correctly, uh, you can't really make a good informed decision when you are evaluating that patient. So I think that, you know, you need to, you need to understand that you need to be able to perform the test appropriately before making a decision. There are so many people out there that just can't perform the test and and uh, then it just makes it hard to drive in a certain direction okay so I know that was a little off topic, but I think that's very under, important to understand as you get into more of these special tests. So let's talk about the Jurgensen's test specifically. Jurgensen's test is a special test for the shoulder. And what we are looking for here is inflammation or pain at the long head of the biceps um, as it cuts through the bicipital groove. It could be an indicator of some inflammation there, maybe some partial tearing. Uh, You could have a tear of that transverse humeral ligament, which helps to hold the bicipital uh, tendon, the long head of the biceps in the bicipital groove, um, which could then lead to subluxation of the long head of the bicep out of the groove. Um, And it could also be, and they're finding that is that it can also be an indicator of a slap tear, um, a labral tear. So uh, remember that when you are doing your test, okay? Remember that the proximal long head of the bicep is a huge pain generator. So there are many people out there, I, I kid you not, you, you might suspect they have a rotator cuff tear or maybe a partial tear. Um, and they have this anterior shoulder pain, the bicipital groove is tender, they may end up, you know, blowing that long head of the tendon, long head of the bicep tendon, and all of a sudden their pain goes away. They've got a nice little Popeye muscle, and then their pain settles down. And we are seeing this more and more now when people are having rotator cuff surgery. They're, even, they're either getting a tenotomy of the long head of the bicep or a tenodesis, and basically removing that aspect of the long head of the bicep that is the pain generator. Uh, and people do so much better with that. So let's talk about the test itself, the, the Jurgensen's test. Basically, what you're going to do is you're going to want to stand to the side of the patient on the affected side. Okay, just place that patient's arm by their side, flex the elbow to 90 degrees, um, and the shoulder is really at zero degrees. So the arm and the forearm is directly out in front of them, um, and you pronate that forearm. Okay, that's the starting position. Now, what you're going to do then is you're going to place your hand. Okay, so if you're doing their right arm, you're going to place your right hand over the patient's distal forearm. You're going to ask them to supinate the forearm and externally rotate the shoulder at the same time while you resist both of them. Okay, So what you're trying to do here is contract the bicep and take the arm into external rotation. It's kind of a complicated combination of things for the patient to understand. So just do a trial first and don't do any resistance. Say, you know, I want you just to turn the palm up and turn the arm out at the same time. uh, And you kind of guide them first. And then you do one where you offer some resistance. So, what are the positive findings here? Well, pain in the bicipital groove is the first thing that you'll notice with most patients. But some folks will have snapping or popping uh, in the anterior portion of the shoulder, especially when they get out into that externally rotated position where that transverse humeral ligament may not be holding the long head of the biceps in the groove and it pops out medially. And then when you return them to their original position, it pops back into place. Now, some people try to keep like the left hand on their bicep groove while doing this so you can feel that. I don't find that to be very helpful. I'd rather take my left hand, put it in the distal um, brachium, so like near the elbow, just to kind of support the arm a little bit better. If it pops out, you're going to feel it. You're going to hear it. They're going to tell you that it happened. They're going to have pain with it. Um, So I don't really care about feeling that pop in or pop out because I'm already palpating that area before I do this test to see um, if there's any discomfort in that area. Um, Remember when you do these tests it's important that you kind of visualize what you're doing when you perform the test okay so you're trying to force that long head of the bicep to pull out of the groove medially like pulling a like let's say that you have a rope and um there's two of you and uh, one person is on one side of a rock the other one is on the other side and you take the rope and you put it over the rock on one side you pull it tight and then you try to pull that rope over the rock that's really what you're trying to do um when you are doing the the test um so think about those tests. Think about what the soft tissues are doing when you are testing them. And that's really going to help you visualize what's happening. And that I will guarantee you will make you a better evaluator uh, and diagnostician when it comes to orthopedic evaluations. Um, So when i have somebody with pain i don't really get too excited about that you know usually there is bicipital pain associated with rotator cuff pain um and so i might try to treat that conservatively maybe i will try to avoid um that Yergason's position which is an extreme of external rotation while strengthening them uh, i might keep that arm in front of them and do a limited range of motion so as to not um Try to sublux the long head of the bicep while strengthening them. But if I do, frankly, feel like the long head is is subluxing, I'm more likely to send somebody to ortho um, if that happens. Um, so I hope that helped you with visualizing how and why the Jergensen's test is performed. Um, I'll link a video in the show notes of how I perform the test, and I think I even have one with a patient who actually has a positive Yergesen's test. Um, So hope you enjoyed uh, today's podcast. Uh, Please tell your friends about OrthoEvalPal. And um, I hope you have a great day. Be kind to each other and take care. We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content, go to orthoevalpal.com. Can't wait to see you there.